minutes remaining. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy. Today is Thursday, June 30th, the last day of the month, 2022. <laughs> I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. I don't know why that was so ominous. Like, it's it going to be so July. Ominous. <laughs> you July are like, great. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone went, what's happening in July? I know. They're like, oh, no. Don't worry, guys. It's going to be fine. July is going to be fun. Uh, but whether you're waking up or winding down or just had a small panic attack, we want to be there for you. Yes, and you can be there for us by starting a podcast. I mean, why not? Come on in. The water's fine. And if you do, go to Buzzsprout because they're the best. Just go to 10kdollarday.com slash Buzzsprout. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite jingle you've ever created. It's catchy. It's fun. Um, question for you. You're into yes. yoga. Yes. Does the yoga you're into use a lot of balancing or is it more just strength like holding your body it depends on what I'm doing that day okay but you yeah. do incorporate some balancing yes can you stand on one leg very for 10 badly seconds uh how long is 10 seconds I can stand on my right leg for that long but not my left one I'm working on it okay okay well there's <laughs> a new study that just came out that said and here's the thing it, it quotes this as middle-aged, but here, I, I technically think I'm middle-aged because I feel like the, the average age of death in U.S. Americans is around like 80-something. You just jumped to death? I don't think that you're well, <laughs> adequately preparing us for what this article is. No, no, no. I'm just saying it says middle-aged people who are unable to stand on one leg for 10 seconds are almost twice as likely to die within the next decade. <laughs> so what were you wanting to accomplish by bringing that this? I feel by, like... by, first of all, framing it in a way that put me into that age group. You didn't say, hey, I'm sure that you can stand on your leg for 10 seconds, right? Like, I'm sure you can do that because you seem relatively healthy. Instead, you said, you like yoga. Can you stand on your leg? And then I was like, I gave you an honest answer. And then my podcast host said, oh, that's too bad because you'll die within a year. No, no, no. But you said you can stand on one leg. It doesn't say alternating leg. So I feel like you're good. What are the they basing is, that on? They said scientifically because they say simple and safe balance tests should be part of a routine health check for older adults because it is shown that unlike aerobic fitness and like muscle strength, that flexibility and balance actually prolongs people's lives and makes them like live longer, literally. Well, so they, first of all, I very much believe in flexibility and balance because yeah. as I get older, like the things that people talk about doing as they get older are like tripping off a curb yeah. you know like a grabbing a handrail like you have to be able to absorb klutziness and yeah. I feel as you get older and you lose flexibility that what you're really losing is the ability to absorb your own klutziness if that makes yeah. sense no absolutely uh so that absolutely makes sense to me however it also makes sense because balance can tell you whether you have an inner ear infection Oh, it can yeah. tell you about all sorts of other things that are going wrong in your body, like a sinus infection, if you can't balance. So I do think it makes sense to constantly test it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, the study was done. I think it's an important thing. And it's simple. It's something that we could do every single day. Like you could wake up and test your balance, make sure how you're feeling that day. You know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so basically that 10 second balance test that they did, it provided all of this like feedback for these studies. And I mean, listen, it was there. They said they accounted also for age, sex, underlying Pot. conditions. No, we're good. And an inability to stand unsupported, but it was associated if they couldn't do it with an 84% heightened risk of death. That's a lot. I know. Yeah. That's a, that sounds so extreme. I I agree, but I also am like, man, I need to start doing yoga. I thought about that the other day because I go through phases with my, my, my health and all of like, you know, how I eat. It's just a constant thing. But I the other day was like, I need to stretch more because I'm starting to snap, crackle, pop when I get out of bed. Oh, and yeah. And balance work, really... you always have to be a little calm to do as well. Like you mm-hmm. can't rush through it. So right. You got to take your nice. time. Yeah. I think that's the hardest thing Five for me to do remaining. because I constantly feel like I have something else I need to do and it's hard for me to prioritize not well I know it is doing something but taking that time like slowing down and just like stretching because it you know? feels unproductive to our hyper productive American brains exactly my TikTok brain but it's actually very In the long run productive yes yeah. exactly Yep. So health is on the mind today, you guys. We're going to keep it health related. There's also a new number one diet in the world. And I think we've talked about this before, actually, if not here at our other podcast, 10K Dollar Day. It's the Mediterranean diet. You've talked about how you wanted to do that. Okay. I I thought I had talked about it before. Well, it has just been ranked the number one best diet overall in the world. I feel it's ranked that every year. Really? Yes. Everyone, it's always like eat more fish, more olive oil, more. Yes, it's always the Mediterranean diet. And you know what? We just don't do it. I know. Well, it's literally ranked that every year. It says the cons of it is because there is lots of grunt work and it is pricey because of the amount of like good meats, I guess. And like fish sometimes can be expensive. Mm hmm. But. I mean, it does look good for me. I just wish I always had someone who could cook it for me. Yeah. And then also, yeah. once in a while, I crave something different. That is true. That is true. And also on the Mediterranean diet, they say they actually don't require a lot of exercise. It's more walking. So they say walking is a central part of the Mediterranean lifestyle. But they also like gardening, yoga, and Pilates. Right. So really what no. they're saying is you need to live like a rich person in Italy. <laughs> I mean, anybody could follow that diet. That's exact. Well, I do like that wine is on that list. Like red wine. They're like, yeah, do yeah. it up. You know, if you walk and have fish and vegetables. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like olive oil is also pretty pricey if I if I think about this correctly. I mean, good olive oil is pricey, but it. But even moderate olive oil is probably probably relatively affordable and still better than vegetable oil. Yeah, for sure. For me, it's always going to be the carbs. I crave chips like nobody's business. So it's 1,000% the issue for me are the chips and dip and stuff like that. Didn't you just say to me like offline that you wanted to start keto again? I think I said it online. In fact, if I remember correctly, it was the last 10 seconds and I said, I'm just going to do it for a month. And And you were like, like, wait. I was like, that's not the way keto works. And now literally you're like, but the thing is, is chips. I'm going to really want chips the whole time. Here's what I do. I 
have, I go to Instacart and I fill my cart with what I'm going to do on my diet that week. And then it all comes in the mail. And for the first 24 hours, I'm hyped. And I'm like, this is my diet now. And then you don't pack a lunch. And then I don't pack a lunch and I'm like, dang it. Now I got to get something out of the vending machine and 90% of the time it's going to be popcorn. And then I end up going to rehearsal without dinner and then I go to the cafe and they have cookies and It's really, everything that you're saying is it all relies on you thinking ahead. Yeah. And if you just, no, wait, wasn't your happy yesterday that you packed your lunch? I did. I did it once. Oh, yeah. That was my happy. I yeah, but but then you solve all those problems you were just talking about. I know. I just have to like, I don't know how to like it. I don't like it. Like packing it? I don't. Yes. And here's the thing. I do it for my kid, right? Mm-hmm. And even then, I'll throw some extra things in there for me. And it never fails because we eat lunch at the same place when we're when I'm teaching. She'll come in and have eaten most of the things I packed for myself and then she's left me with the mac and cheese warm-up meal and like a, a bar and I'm like I don't I don't, okay, wanna, I don't so want this I think that we need to move to separate lunch bags maybe would be that's helpful really true. that's probably step one and then <laughs> 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 and then yeah. step two just pack yourselves exactly the same stuff that's true. Okay, so we've got them down. And step three is... 30 seconds remaining. Thank you, 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> is to stand on your one leg for 10 seconds every single day. And if you guys want to test it, we can make it a daily part of the daily happy. So here we go. <laughs> so for the final ready? 10... Final 10, we're going to stand on one leg. <laughs> Everyone, wherever you are, lift up that right or left leg. Here 10. we go. Nine. You're you're eight, great. If you know seven, what, everyone, don't listen six, to this. Squeeze. Five, if this is tough for four, you, you're fine. Three, think up. You're doing fine. Two, think squeeze. up. Think one. up. 